Martin Luther King Jr. Make Martin feel like a president. First black president. Don't stop, pop that pussy, let me see you do do prayer. Do it now, lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. Hope you got a mouth for a dick, I want to slap it in my face, shove it down my Nigga, why you blunt? I can make this pussy. She's so fucking feminine and ladylike. She's such a fucking lady. Yes, I am. For the power of a P-U-S-S-Y. Let's have some fun. All right. Let's definitely have some fun today. Welcome, welcome to the Pussy Party Podcast. You are on the line with your Pussy Party president. And I was trying to figure out what I was going to call this episode. And so I'm just going to take a little page from our presidential penis feature today. And we're going to call today's episode, Is He Gay? And we're going to talk about male sexual desires and answer that very question. But before we go into it, we must um, say hello to our presidential penis feature of the day. So presidential penis feature, say hello to the pussy. Tell the people yeah, who you are and what you do. Jackson616, one six one six is my Instagram. I am the creator and host of One Mike Stand. Um, also one third of Sex with Strangers, a grown folks podcast. Shout out to Seeing Juice as usual. What up? What up? Um, and I also have a, a video production uh business called Not Jack's Productions, man. So what's going on with y'all? Pussy, what's popping, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> we popping, popping pussy for a real nigga around here. That's what it is. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so you um said that you have your one night stand and uh, all that. So, oh, maybe I'm projecting. My bad. <laughs> one mic. I know that. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I just need to give me some. That's probably what it is. Um, don't pay to me no mind. But um, so we ask all of our presidential penis features. Um, what do you love the most about pussy? <laughs> what do I love the most? Oh man. Um, I guess I mean I'm gonna go with the regular. Like I just love you know how I feel. I guess that should that should feel fire. Most of the, most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> What separates a fire pussy from a from a I guess a a, 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 mild, a regular one a cold one? Yeah, I mean honestly, yeah. I think it's two definitions on on what good pussy is, right? So I think one definition of what good pussy is is how it actually feels in the in terms of how wet it is and how tight it is. Like that's the literal feel mm-hmm. of it. But then I think the second definition of what good pussy is is just like the experience of having sex with a woman like you know what i'm saying like because i've been in situations where i've had i've had like a girl who was like a dead who like dead fished it the whole time like she she didn't really move but it could still be wet and it's right. it could still be tight i've had right so it was a great human yeah, back off pretty of much yeah she was like a <laughs> fleshlight but the rest of her body was attached to it you know what i'm saying uh, I feel you. I feel you. I <laughs> but then exactly I've also had sex with other women where their pussy might may not have been the tightest or the wettest, but like they were super super active in the in the sexual experience. So that would I would also call that a good pussy experience. So I think. Well, you put those two together, and you have what we call presidential <laughs> pussy. So welcome. Uh, <laughs> to the party. Um, our next question is, what is your zodiac sign? So we know what energy we uh, do gonna... here at the podcast. Oh, okay, I can see that. What that way? Okay, okay, what okay. does that mean, though? Well, why does that make sense? Well, because you talk a lot about how people relate to each other. You know what I'm saying? You try to to me find a lot of balance in that. Mm. You also have this very much like 
star of the show type energy, even though you may not try or want to have that, it just naturally happens, you know? And then the things that you talk about, you kind of experimental, like you down to try some freaky shit or some different shit, like you not really um, one dimensional with, you know, not even just sex, but it seems like how you, you know, uh, connect with women or whatever. And to me, that screams Libra. I mean, Libras are like the, yeah, the experimental, like I'm going to try some shit that ain't never been tried before of the Zodiac. So, you know, when, when you say it, that's like, oh, that makes sense. You know, and I vibe with Libras. So, you know, shout out to the air signs. So, okay. Well, welcome to the pussy party. Um, I'm excited to talk about what you were talking about, which is what brought us to do this episode already. So let's go right into Pussy Pop and we're going to go right into the episode. And oh, I got me some Starbucks. And we're going to go from there. Let's pop that pussy. All right. So today on Pussy Pop, we're talking about your clip. So I'm going to play it. Hopefully the audio is all right. Um, but Mr. J. Jackson basically had a clip. I'm, I'm waking up in the morning, take a piss and wash my hands. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Wayne. And I see this clip that says, am I gay? And I'm looking, and I've followed you, you know what I'm saying? We've been in this world. So I'm like, I'm sure he's not gay. Like, that was my original whatever. But I'm like, and I know you do a great job of giving very thought-provoking, uh, sensational, like, titles. So I was like, let me see what this boy talk about. So let's play this clip, or at least a few moments of it. My nipples late. What's up? <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, I had my ass licked before. It was cool. If that made you uncomfortable, that's my point. If that made you uncomfortable to the point where you're, where you're cringing up and frowning up your face and immediately trying to, trying to guess and puzzle piece and, and make estimations on whether I like niggas or not, that's my point. If that make you cringe and be like, oh shit, this nigga might be gay. When did I mention a man in any of those situations or scenarios? That's my point. I posted a clip on my shit. <laughs> okay, it's like six more minutes of that, but y'all get the gist of it. Um, so my question is, what, what initially brought this on to where you was like, we got to talk right, about this? So- it's so crazy because I um on, on my on my show or whatever, like I basically put out episodes every Thursday, and then I go live about it. I go live every Tuesday to kind of like, you know, just kind of open the floor for like discussion or conversation, whether people agree or disagree with whatever my prior episode was about. So. The wild, the part that was wild to me was that was not what the episode was about, like by any stretch of the imagination, right? So the actual, oh, okay. the actual I mean, the, the <laughs> what you played the clip from, that was like my rebuttal. But like the where the original, like where it became like a thing, it was an episode that I did where I was basically talking about, I was telling a story about how this how this girl was basically she kind of forced me to like go out on a date like she asked me what i was doing for the weekend and i told her i wasn't really doing nothing i was staying in the house and she was basically saying like, oh no you should come out you should go to this place whatever whatever and i i i basically declined her offer like two times but she wouldn't take no for an answer so Third time that she asked me, I was like, "All right, you know what? Fuck it, I'll go out." You keep talking about this place that you want to take me to because I've never been there. Yada yada yada. So I'm like, "All right, cool." So, but because that she asked me three times, right? I'm under the I'm under the impression mm-hmm. that she is wanting to take me out. So we get to the 
we get to the spot we get to the uh like the bar restaurant or whatever and you know the bartender comes up and asks asks us what like what we drinking and we you know i she tells him what she wants i tell him what i want and then the bartender is like well do you want to open a tab or are you gonna you guys are gonna pay as you go i mean pay like yeah like cash as you go or whatever how you gonna do it and like i'm chilling watching the game because in my mind like she didn't fucking ask me out three times you know what i'm saying so i'm minding my business and like it was like an awkward silence and then i kind of like look over and glance at her and she's like glancing at me like waiting for me to give this nigga my money and i'm like i'm like wow like this is crazy so she was like why don't you just give him your card and we can start the tab on your card and i'm in my mind i'm still thinking like okay well Maybe she wants to pay with cash, but maybe she just wants to have the tab open on her on her card. So maybe that's why she's suggesting that I give this nigga my shit or whatever. So I go on, I'm, I'm continuing to tell the story. And long story short, she doesn't plan on paying for this shit at all. So she basically asked me out three times with the intention of like me taking her out, but she was gonna ask me to do it. So I was like, okay, that's what, that's a wild scenario, but whatever. So fast forward to the end of the night, we go back to my house or whatever, and some some way we start fucking making out. And it was a part in in the in another clip where I was like, we go back to the crib, we making out. Uh, I pull her titties out, I start sucking her titties, and then and then I said, so then shit, I pull my motherfucking titties out and see if she can. <laughs> so and, and it, you know, I was telling it as a joke, but I think because of the fact that I called my own chest titties was like, was like strike one mm-hmm. for niggas to like go crazy with it or whatever. And I and I think it also implied okay. uh it was implying the fact that I like my nipples uh licked or whatever by women. So that was like strike two of like oh right. huh? Which you do. Yeah, that shit lit. Which you do. It, I mean, hey, you <laughs> preach to the pussy choir. You pray to the pussy church. I yeah, so, and, so then I was like, so so then I was like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just spent the $100 that I wasn't really expecting to spend. I was preferring to just stay in the house this whole night. She dragged me out. And then there was a part where we went to the fucking, we went to my room. And like the way that her body language was like, it was like she was trying to get me to like eat her pussy. So like I ended the I ended the clip with uh with me basically saying um so you want me to <laughs> spend a hunt you want me to go out smell like smoke cuz then she like love hookah or some shit. I'm not really a hookah guy. She was like you want me, you want me to go out smell like smoke spend a 100 dollars that I wasn't even planning on spending and then you want me to suck your dick like and that was another joke. Because it was like, you know what I'm saying? She wanted me to give her head. So instead, I just was like, yo, you want me to suck your dick? And I was like, hell, dog. And then I ended the clip just like that. And I guess, you know what I'm saying? It did, it did, it did cool or whatever on my page. But then a couple other people had kind of like caught wind of it. You know how you can like share clips and whatever, your story and all that. One of my, um, this, one of my homies who... I did I, I did a interview with when I was in Denver. He's like an R&B singer. Uh, his name Cash Mace or whatever. So shout out to him. He fucking he put it on his Instagram, but he shortened he shortened my clip that was already only sixty seconds. He shortened it to maybe like twenty or twenty five seconds, and it was just the part that said uh, I pull her titties out. And then I pulled my titties out and I'm trying to get her to suck my titties. Like, and he just posted that part. So then, so that's when it kind of started going crazy. Cause like all of the comments under that joint was like, oh, that nigga gay. Oh, that nigga's a bitch. Oh, like, oh shit. Niggas want they, when niggas want they nipple suck now. And like, why he call them titties? And like, he, like, you know what I'm saying? And it was just a whole bunch of backlash from that. And then this other, um, so when I, when I saw those comments, I thought it was hilarious, number one. I wasn't like offended, but I thought it was funny, but I also thought it was interesting just to kind of see like, because what I noticed, right? When you create content or when you like tell stories or whatever, 
the only time people will really truly like be candid in their opinion about you or about something that you said is when they don't think that you're watching you know what i'm saying because i'm sure a lot of my my personal followers or people that i follow or interact with or engage with i'm sure some of them thought the same thing but i i didn't see any negative feedback on my page but when we go to another page with people that i don't know that i don't follow now they feel like they're in a safe space because they don't think or whatever so i thought that was i actually i actually like that though because what it does or or what it did was open up or give me the opportunity to kind of have this whole new entire conversation that i wasn't even planning on having at all or whatever and i had posted i had screen i screenshot it uh like the comment thread on the homies page who had reposted it and i screenshotted it and i put like the screenshots in my story to kind of just give an example of like damn like this is this is like what people what some people not everybody what some people men and women alike kind of think about when a guy expresses himself uh in terms of what he likes sexually that isn't the 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 stereotypical norm for what a man should like right and i followed it up with like a like a tweet or a post or something like that that basically if i'm paraphrasing but it basically said like uh some some women don't really allow black men to uh to really be open sexually or whatever and it kind of leads to like a lot of niggas just shutting the fuck up and not saying anything or not trying anything and it really just cripples it cripples us all in the in the long run and and then another woman she does a podcast uh, uh her name is like aisha deal or asia i don't know i hope i'm not butchering her name it's either aisha or asia deal one of them so she kind of put the she put that post not the clip but she put just the post of the text uh she kind of put it up on her page and asked her followers like how do y'all feel about this and the the feedback that i got from that was 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 negative too it was like oh this nigga weird this nigga gay this nigga this this nigga that this nigga like and it was interesting again and i i screenshotted those and i put those up you know what i'm saying and i was it was what was fascinating to about it to me was that it was proving my very point right then and there you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like they didn't even a lot of people didn't even understand how they were proving my point just by saying all of the shit that they were saying or whatever so then i was like you know what man i gotta all these all these niggas calling me gay or calling me weird and calling me this and calling me like all right you know what like let me fucking just make a response to it or whatever because not and and again not because i'm not because i'm offended not because i'm angry but because this is a great opportunity to really dive further into the conversation and, and get some dialogue going. And, that, and that's where the clip that you just played, that's where that all of that derived from. And it was really, it was like 30 minutes of me just like, kind of like, it, it, it definitely sounds like me yelling and ranting and raving, but I just, I, I when I sit on the sofa and record like by myself, I have to, you be going yeah, in. but I'm going like, in. It's only me, though, right? I have to give it that type of energy in order to keep people engaged for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of just one nigga talking or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, so that that's where, it, but that's where that clip came from. Yeah. That's how it happened that's how it all went down so all of that happened and then i see that clip and then you land up here <laughs> at the pussy party and so i have so many thoughts and um you know if anybody has been a listener of the pussy party for the past few years y'all know my stance on this and so my first thing and my first thought um of you telling me that whole story is um you know, when it comes to assigning certain things to certain genders, you know what I'm saying? 
everything is all twisted up. Like there isn't really like one thing that indicates you to be masculine or to be feminine or to be straight or to be gay. Like we're at the point now where, I mean, we're past that. But what you sound like to me was a man who is fully tapped into his divine masculinity, you know? So here at the Pussy Party Podcast, you know, we talk about sexual freedom and liberation, but a big piece to it is about connecting sexuality with spirituality, you know? So I have a very deep spiritual practice. We get into Tantra, we get into, you know, healing and all that kind of stuff. And what I have seen is that, you know, at first I had a lot of followers that didn't masturbate. They thought they was going to go to hell, that um, was scared to, they thought such a dick was nasty. I mean, all kind of different things like that. And because of people like me and because of people like you who shed light on quote unquote taboo topics and let them know that. I'm doing it, you doing it, everybody really doing it, either just lying about it or shaming other people for it. So is this taboo thing really taboo? And I mean, I think about some of the best experiences that I have had, you know, in my lifetime. And I mean, licking on the nigga nipples, eating ass, uh, um, making them submit like BDSM style where the man is a submissive versus the woman like all of these different things and none of that equates to you being less a man actually it really just up the ante on making the dick better really if we go and really be real about it you know um, with you shedding the light on that um, I thought it was beautiful I was like yes like we need more men that are telling the truth because to me like a lot of this stuff kind of has that same energy like back in the day when we was young like how they used to say eating coochie was nasty and none of the men would do it but really they all did it they were just lying about it you know it has that similar like theme you know what i'm saying and so to me kudos to you for um one i love how you poked fun at it because I kind of like when I, I say um, like I jack off or whatever, even though it's masculine. Like so when you said, oh, she wanted me to suck this TV, so suck mine. Like I love shit like that. You know what I'm saying? To play blurring the lines or whatever. And I also have a thing for Teddy Ruxpin. So, you know, I like you know, a nigga with some, 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 I don't like no less than 15% body fat. You know what I'm saying? Have something around the belly, have something, you know, broad chest. And, you know, you may have some pecs or maybe a little t- you know so that was nothing you know what I'm saying that's that's my style I don't like no you know what I'm saying just no little you know so um that clip we're gonna post it on the pussy party podcast page just because I want to see what the ladies and the men have to say over here but um I'm sure that you'll get a different um response because a lot of people are waking up. A lot of people don't even realize how um, sexually unaccomplished they are. Like people are fucking the same way that they was fucking in high school. And just because you was a football player and you was getting a lot of pussy in high school don't mean you got good dick or pussy. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people are not tapped into um, that kind of shit. So I wanted to go to my journalism side a little bit. My Put my journalism hat on, you know, so get some um, use out of that degree my, my parents paid for. So I went on to um, BET.com and I found an article and it said, we asked 18 quote unquote real men whatever that means, right? Um, would they let their girl toss mm-hmm. a salad like Faith did for Biggie? Because I guess Faith Evans um did an interview or something and she was very graphic about how Biggie used to like get his ass ate and um so did she or whatever mm-hmm. and she literally said he ate mine a few times and I I might have ate his back so she still was like teetering like I might have girl you know you ate his ass Keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <laughs> that's an image but um so it says we must admit guys licking that second hole on a woman today is not as taboo as it was in the 90s or early 2000s 
but women coming forward saying they return the favor or men enjoying to get their anuses caressed by women has the internet weak. And I mean, 50 Cent admitted it. Tank explained that he liked his groceries ate. Um, and so they asked 18 guys. And so let me back you up one second. We're going to pause on the article. So on the first episode of the Pussy Party podcast, I have the Pussy Party mission statement, right? And in the Pussy Party mission statement, one of the Pussy Bill of Rights is thou must lick me from the rooter to the tutor, right? Um, And we are all about reciprocity here. Like, I don't feel like there are any desires, like things that make me feel good are damn near some of the same things that make a man feel good. You know what I'm saying? Um, so just to put that in there, that these are the models that we follow here. So, okay. So first man said, back to the article, uh, it's a no. It's a no. Um, another man said, exit only. I will eat the cake, but I won't let her do it to me. Exit only. That was a 26-year-old, 30-year-old. Another man said, I'm all for eating ass. This whole, the whole is right here. If she's into it, of course. Now for me, don't even go near there. It's off limits forever. Now for the woman, I'm going to eat that ass from the back. Okay. Another one said, um, I'm not a fan. He tried it, but he ain't like it. Then we get to some other shit. Another man said, yes, I love eating ass, but I don't know how I feel about my legs being lifted up or bent over um, Yo, my girl to eat my ass. Okay. I just don't. No, don't I, 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 I hate the fact that, like, that answer right there, right, is like, that's the perfect example of how people just, like, go to the extreme. Like, that, because why is that the visual that pops into people's heads like why you gotta be like why do they think if you get your ass if a if a i'm trying not to say bitch i'm sorry so if a, if a woman put, whatever you know if a woman's tongue happens to touch your asshole why do you think that the only position that that can be accomplished in is you on all fours or like bent over or in some like some uh quote-unquote feminine position like you know, like to me, right? So, like, if you if you get in the the uh, the fire, gawk gawk three thousand fucking head, right? Fucking, so uh, uh, I mean, I mean, your 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 tip, your shaft, your balls, your gooch is all of that shit gonna be getting licked, gonna be getting sucked, is gonna be wet as a motherfucker, like, and all oh, your asshole is right there, so you might. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really right. getting some fire-ass head, then you probably didn't got your ass tapped a couple times with a few tongues. That's all I'm saying. Like, even, even if you do on purpose. Oh, I always be telling them. Right. Like, I be telling them, if you eat the bottom of the pussy, you eat the top of the ass. You know what I'm saying? And same thing goes for the dick, you know? And so this is my opinion on it, because... um. I feel like men usually say this, like, oh, I'm down for it, but don't have me in no bitch position, is because a lot of men look at the way that they have sex as being a very conquering thing. They not interacting with the woman or having sex or making love or connecting. They fucking her. They taking that pussy. They, you know what I'm saying? I'm giving you this bitch, right? And so because it has that conquering and dominating and they give that overbearing energy they don't want to be put in those same positions that they put a woman in because they feel some kind of way because how they you know what i'm saying put that energy on women like you not really connecting with her you trying to you trying to take that pussy or you know what i'm saying oh yeah i gave her that shit and you don't want that same thing back so to me it's like check your sexual intention you know what i'm saying because you would feel some kind of way because you're right because it's all about like if you're if the way that you have sex is more so looked at as i'm trying to please her i'm trying to seduce her i'm trying to make her feel as good as she can possibly feel 
why wouldn't mm-hmm. you want her to reciprocate that same energy? But but like you said, if you just trying to like, yeah, I'm about to fuck the shit out this bitch. I'm about to fuck her, uh, her face in the pillow. And I'm not saying that, that any of that is bad stuff, but if that's like your if that's like your sole purpose, uh, you know what I'm saying? To like right. That's not what pleases right. her. That's that's right, you. Right. So like right. so like you said, that is kind of like your intention is to dominate and to conquer without any uh consideration for like what she actually wants or enjoys. I can definitely understand mm-hmm. how when the tables are turned, like it ain't no fun with the when the rabbit got the gun type shit. Like, exactly, but you, so right? it, it probably it is all in mentality because it's because like, I ain't gonna lie because like if I'm if I'm giving my 100% effort not to conquer the pussy but to please the woman that I'm with right I can't wait for her to return the favor on that you know what I'm saying like if, if I'm my sole purpose right. is to try to like make you feel as good as possible within this experience I'm gonna be hype as fuck when I when I one accomplish that, and then now when it's my turn to fucking relax, and now it's like you do your thing, like you like man, like like fuck fuck me up now, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's yeah. exactly. So I got two things to say on this, right? So it's two other parts to this, right? One, this shows me when men say stuff like that that just their positions like of when they are having sex they not nothing to do with nobody eating your ass or nothing is limited because i didn't done some positions where i'm riding dick or taking dick or we riding and taking at the same time and his legs could be up like that in that same position but i'm riding it like it's it's i'm gonna have to do a little video or something to show what i'm talking about but it's like called the reverse pile drive or something or whatever um but you know what i'm saying so it wouldn't be foreign to them to have their legs up like that to get oral pleasure if when they getting into some positions and some other shit like my legs have been up, nigga. Your legs have been up. Like, my legs is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So that's the one side to show that in, in their position level game, they limited, right? Which is against another pussy party bill of rights. But then on the other end, it shows me, and this is my healer mind, right? Of mind, body, and spirit. They probably not flexible, right? They probably, because missionary um if you not if you don't have uh flexible hamstrings or your hip flexors tight like it's not the most comfortable like it can it can like be uncomfortable because you like in an upside down chinese split half you know damn near right so you know this just shows like niggas need to start stretching before and after at the gym or something because you know, it could also be in a, a mind thing of like, you got my legs in the air and it's uncomfortable and I'm straight, my thighs is burning. You know what I'm saying? Like things that women really don't even talk about. Like we just take that shit because we extra durable and, you know, super strong. So to me, it shows just a level of un- unhealthiness either sexually or just physically. You know what I'm saying? And when you start talking about it in more of a physical way, then I feel like it gets niggas to be like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm about to go stretch so I can hit her with the butterfly or with the with the runner's lunge, put her, put my put my foot up by her head while I'm stroking her from the back. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and then some of that stuff goes away because you're a healthier man overall. You know what I'm saying? I even know some men who don't stretch like that because they feel like that's woman shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't about to do no split. You know what I'm saying? That's some yoga female stuff. You know? So that's shit that we got to definitely, like, get out of. Okay, let's see what the rest of these responses are. So one guy said, um, nah, I don't eat ass. Honestly, I don't know a lot of straight dudes who, who actually like they ass ate. But what straight guy fantasize about getting they booty licked? But I guess you never. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, hell no. Nah. Um, I eat ass, but don't touch my booty. It's unnatural, which we don't talk about that. And somebody said, what? Faith did what to Biggie? How is that even possible? That man was huge. I have licked my girl booty once or twice, and it was cool. I wasn't like, can I lick your booty hole? <laughs> but one girl tried to lick me and I almost broke her neck. Not that I didn't like it, it just tickled. 
There you go, Randy. Um, he, he said, I've done it, but I don't want my girl doing it. If she do it, I'm calling the cops. Um, and then the last guy said, I love eating ass. Eating the box, my girl is fine as fuck. She did it to me. Shit, feels good to me, Jerome. That was Jerome. So let's talk about the natural part of anal pleasure when it comes to men. This could be licking it. This could be touching it. This could, We can go all the way to actually being pegged. And if anybody don't know what pegging is, that is when a woman puts on a strap with some sort of apparatus that's phallic and she gives her man uh, anal sex. Right. And, you know, in, in my mind, um, I mean, I would if my man wanted it, I would do it. I'm going to just be straight out with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just very explorative like that with sex. And it don't make me, I don't, I'm not worried about my man going to go find a dude. Like, I'm just not worried about all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand the power of my fire activity, right? But, you know, it is more natural scientifically for a man to want to and to experience anal pleasure than a woman. Because men have a body part that women don't have called a prostate. Right. And the prostate is literally made for pleasure. You know what I'm saying? And when it doesn't get any simulation, it's a higher chance of you getting prostate cancer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, I had one of my gay friends tell me a long time ago. He's like, I love, you know, getting dig, but why a woman gets it? I don't understand because y'all don't have a prostate, whatever. <laughs> you know, so naturally and scientifically, God did put something there for men to enjoy that. And it helps develop, you know, fans, semen, build all that, you know, stuff. kind of like how hitting our G spot develops that fluid for squirting. You know what I'm saying? So it's natural. It, it totally is. And I feel like men who um, run away from it are totally cutting themselves off to like, 30 to 40 more percent of pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Just getting it touched or, you know, I have had partners that like a little finger here, there and there or whatever. And I mean, to me, how he did me after I did that was the most masculine shit I ever experienced. You know what I'm saying? So um, fuck all of that, you know, bullshit. Was it a crazy night? Did we go to the strip club? Make cocaine have been involved? Maybe. You know, like, uh, either way, it, you know, it, it was an amazing night. So we could squash the whole unnatural part of the conversation. And then the last thing, when I look at niggas that talk about being scared of the booty, right? My former partner, he used to tell me how he would always talk to his homeboys about, you know, that. And they'd be like, nah, bro, I don't like that. That's gay, whatever. And you know, I don't want nobody touching my booty. It make me feel some kind of way. And he was like, well, nigga, do you not clean your ass? And he was like, you know, I mean, nigga shit. He's like, we shit, shit, shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, so when I'm cleaning my ass, I'm at least, you know what I'm saying, getting a little bit of my first little knurling in my stuff to make sure I'm clean. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, you know, never see me with no stains on my drawers because I clean my ass. And so it gave me this perspective of how there's a whole millions of men culture out there that really ain't just cleaning their booty like that. Because <laughs> they scared to touch it because they think it's going to mean that they See, I'm on the other side of that. I think, I think, I don't think niggas is walking around with, with shit in their ass. I think it's a, men, I think it's a mental block. I think... After you take a shit, I think, nigga, yo, you putting your fucking hand and your finger in your butt until that tissue is is white than a motherfucker. That's what I think. So I think that there's, it's, but because that's not a sexual act, I I think that niggas don't think twice about it. People don't think twice about it. You know what I'm saying? But then when the conversation is shifted to when it's from wiping your ass until that shit is clean, to now we talking about your ass getting tapped or fingered or licked or kissed or massaged in the bedroom i just think it's something that it's a switch that goes on mentally 
to now it's some it's some gay shit. So, but to me right. that that example right there, as simple as it is and as hilarious as it is, like it's just all it's it's mental and it's cultural. You know what I'm saying? It's mental and mm-hmm. it's cultural. Right, because white not, boys is I not played, having the argument. I played pro baseball. I played minor league baseball, so I didn't been around a lot of motherfucking white niggas. Or, or white people. White people. And right. what I, right. one thing about, one thing, if there if there's one thing that I do fuck with, with white people, is that when it comes to, like, sex and, like, pleasure and shit like that, niggas is, they all for whatever feels good. They don't give a fuck. They, exactly. they don't give a fuck. <laughs> And you know, one thing that I love about, uh, or I would say that it may be a little envy, honestly, about white men and white women, is white men are allowed to experiment and explore. I didn't see some of the actual literal gay homosexual things that they joke and they play about growing up and nobody questions when they end up getting married or whatever that they a man or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't see crazy shit where white girls have done some of the most, talk about thought, talking about slut, talking about like actual whore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't see some of the craziest stuff. And no, and they can grow up and be a whole wholesome woman wife. Yeah. No one talking about what they used to do. But for us, for black people, our sexuality is in a box. It's in prison. We are not allowed to explore and figure out just what we like and what feels good without being gay, without being a hoe, without being unmarriedable, all that shit. So I would love for us, and maybe this is, you know, God's work that we doing right here um, to kind of bridge that gap. And not to say that you gotta go try quote unquote gay things, but to not label it as that because you like what you like, you know what I'm saying? And if you like to do that, with your partner that is the opposite sex of you, then you're heterosexual. Like, period. Yeah. Another shit that really like, make me crazy though is you doing something with a woman, yo. Like, what? How, tell me, explain to me how whatever it is that I'm doing with a woman is making me gay. Like, that shit, that drives me nuts. I don't know. Like that's that's the part that I don't understand, man. But I think I think the reason it's like that culturally though is just as as black people, I feel like we've all like from from childhood, we've always been told that we have to be like extraordinary at everything just to get an equal opportunity. So like I think that, that um I think that, that does kind of low-key trickle over to like the whole like sexuality thing or like maybe people thinking that they gotta be pure or think people thinking that basically they can't have any kind of stain on them because we're just conditioned and programmed to think that like we have to be damn near fucking perfect. You know what I'm saying? So so what other people think of us, it it kinda matters. You know what I'm saying? And it's, especially it matters within the culture because when, when you come from the, when you come from our culture, I feel like whether we ask for it or not, we're always we're always in a position where we feel like we have to represent one hundred percent of our people. You know what I'm saying? And so then when, when we get any kind of stain on that record, whether it's right or wrong or or dumb or whatever, like you know what I'm saying? Like you you feel like you kind of feel the shame or the or the pain like of that. Of whatever that stain might be and in our culture for the longest like being being gay or being uh tra- not even being different like being different in general is like look it's frowned upon you know what i'm saying so niggas within the culture like nobody wants to be frowned upon because you feel like we we it's like we feel like this imaginary uh, responsibility where we like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta keep it real. I gotta represent. I gotta, like, and it's like, my nigga, just be you, bro. Like, just be you. Do what, do what make you happy. But it really, and I was kind of talking about this on a live last night. I don't know if you, if you caught this part or not, but a lot of people really not leaders, though. Like, and a lot of people, like, it's, it's easy to talk your shit about leading and easy to tweet about it and post about it and shit like that. 
but it's really really difficult when you're in a room you're in a room full of stereotypical black people right and like say this sexual conversation comes up and and i've because i've been in i've been in rooms before where it's men on one side and there's women on the other side and they having these conversations like this like dating conversations and sex conversations and you know what i'm saying what niggas will do or should do and what they should like and shouldn't like that comes up and i feel like the majority of men in the room are going to feel a certain type of way but then it's like when it comes time for me to speak on it i'm gonna say what i feel i'm not gonna say what's popular and it, it takes a real but it takes a real leader to be in a to be in a room full of niggas who all say nah getting your ass licked is gay and then to be the one nigga in there to be like well i got my ass licked before and i fuck bitches only so like it but a lot of people not not they not they not doing that because they don't want to put their reputation on the line they don't want to be looked at as oh that nigga uh be getting bent over by chicks and get like you know what i'm saying a lot of people really when it comes down to it a lot of people really do give a fuck about what other people think other people think right but then even the twisted part about that because i've seen it with just what i do because i'll be the first one to be like oh yeah yes and y'all smoking blunts with me you're gonna keep smoking blunts with me you know what i'm saying like and once one person falls on the sword it'd be like hell no nah, I, I don't fucking with that at all and then you hear somebody be like well i do and that was dope and i had all these women and then they'd be like well i mean one time and they be like, well, I mean, you know, every so often, I mean, if I love Shawty, then whatever, then it turn out, mom, nigga, you get in your ass, A2, you was lying. You was lying. <laughs> and now everybody is like, all the all masters are getting their ass eaten, and all the bitches love them. You know what I'm saying? So, they, to me, a lot of people is lying. They just putting up a front. You know what I'm saying? Or a lot of people are scared to do it and they looking for somebody to put it out there first. I guarantee you, you just started a whole trend of niggas like, hey, babe, you know what I'm saying? So I've seen this clip and, uh, you know, what what that mouth doing in from the back? You know what I'm saying? Like, you really setting some niggas' asses free. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's what the episode need to be called. Set that ass free. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, um, shit. I think that we have exercised that ass demon. Um, I'm glad that we finally got a chance to connect because I've been, you know, rocking with you for I want to say over a year. Um, since you know, our, we have found each other in in the Instagram world, and you know, hopefully one day, uh, the pussy can come play with you over there. Um, what I have going on, but tell the people before we wrap it up. Um, any words of wisdom for the oh man, oh. I don't know, man. My the best thing I can say, man, is just be you. Like really, truly exercise, not really caring about what other people think, especially if it, if you if it's going to compromise your pleasure or your enjoyment or your happiness whether that's inside the bedroom or outside the bedroom man just live your truth it's, it's hard enough it's hard enough being yourself but why try to be somebody that you're not you feel me like just try to perfect being who the fuck you are man and once you once you do that it's, it, it opens up a whole nother dimension of like of happiness and freedom because you really can just truly just live however the fuck you want to live. You can do what you want. You don't care what nobody say. You know what I'm saying? You out here busting bigger nuts than you ever busted in your life. So you're going to be happy regardless once you do that, man. So just just live your truth. That's all I got. Yes, I love it. See, you, you know, you, you can uh, definitely qualify as a pussy party supporter because we always talk about everything we do here is to bring together the presidential pussies and the presidential penises to bust more nuts and to make more money. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's a beautiful thing. So tell the people where they can find you, what you got going on, all all of that. um, My Instagram is Jackson1616, and that's J-A-X-O-N-1616. Jackson914 is my Twitter. Um, 
my my show is called one mic stand not one mic stand but one mic stand and that is o-n-e underscore m-i-c underscore s-t-a-n-e underscore um and i do i have my i have youtube i have patreon where you can get all of the exclusive uh you know what i'm saying interviews or exclusive episodes all the content that i put up um I, I have episodes that come out every thursday and i go live on instagram every tuesday night um i have i have uh not jack's Productions, which is my video production company that instagram is n-o-t underscore j-a-x i shoot uh i film for people i shoot for like the youtube content i do visuals for small small businesses other podcast shows uh wedding proposals events birthdays anything that you can think of that you might need a visual for i do that i edit i film them i edit them myself i put everything together uh so you can check out some of my some of my work on that page and i also have not jack's merchandise i got hats i got hoodies i got jackets i got everything uh everything is embroidered it's super quality it's super dope uh and everything man just fuck with me man just follow follow one of my pages and i guarantee you that you won't be disappointed man you're gonna either laugh you're gonna learn you're gonna get fly you're gonna you're gonna learn how to make some visuals or videos or edit or something you're gonna learn something i promise I say, look, you sound like Baby D on Friday. She babysit, do hair, sell dope. The cops don't know when to bust it, though. I love it. Okay. So, three questions to qualify you as a pussy party supporter. Okay. First question Do you love love the pussy? Do I love the pussy? Oh, man. Damn, I love the mouth. I mean, I I say yeah, though. I say yeah. But the pussy is the woman as a whole. Oh, it's not okay. Well, yeah, of course. No, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Do you respect the pussy? Let's and let's in let's one let's way let's or another. <laughs> I mean, but that's a whole nother. That's still respected. In a way. Look, you about, about to go on a whole nother episode on that one. Because um, it can get dirty. But anyways. And then the last question is, in one way or another, do you invest in the pussy? Without a doubt. I say, well then, boop, <laughs> pussy party supporter. Um, I thank you for coming on the show and for us having this um, very candid and uh, hilarious conversation. Um, y'all know me, the pussy party president. Um, y'all can find me at pussy. P-W-U-S-S-Y Party Podcast. Uh, we're, you know, posting stuff all the time. Um, and then also, go follow my sanctuary page at Sweet Love Sanctuary if you want to tap into the more spiritual side of sexuality and healing and tapping into your God and goddess power. So um, I enjoyed you. Peace and blessings. And holla till next time. For the power of a P-U-S-S-Y. Let's have some fun. S-S-Y. S-S-Y.